Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Terry Severson. I'm a pastor at Christ the Healer Gospel Church in uh, Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh, we've been down there for in downtown in about three for about three years, and um, and I'm excited to be here today, spend a few minutes with you, and uh, just I just want to take this moment. To, it, this is uh, just for men, so I'm going to be talking to some men today, and um, I've entitled this "Don't Act Like Mere Men." And it's uh, quite the statement, but in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1 to 3, it says, And I, brethren, could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it. And even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal, for where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you. Are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Um, I don't know about you, but I don't know if you've ever been asked a question like that. Um, are you not carnal and are you not behaving like mere men? Um, I have been. And, you know, when a person asks you a question like that, you kind of just say, ah, whatever, you know. <laughs> but when God asks you that question, um, it's like rather, rather startling, um, especially when you think you're doing good. And when you look at the scripture, it says, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ. And when a man looks at a scripture like that, so you first think, well, what do you mean, baby? I'm a man. You know, I'm, <laughs> who, who, what kind of question is that? And, and milk? I don't like milk. It's repulsive. I don't like it at all. And I haven't for a long time. And, um, but they're asking, he's saying you can't receive spiritual food yet. You can't receive solid food yet because you are full of envy and full of strife and full of divisions. And sometimes, um, Men, we have to be spoken to like that. It kind of wakes us up, knocks us into the reality of uh, what God is trying to do in our lives. Uh, because, you know, we do come into a kingdom. When we come into the kingdom of God, uh, we're, at least I was anyway, I was badly flawed. And we bring our flaws into uh, a church, uh, wherever you might be going. And, and it's amongst people. And that's where your flaws get magnified. Um, how, you ask me, ask, well, how can you identify your flaws? Well, usually when you open your mouth, um, what comes out of your mouth really uh, determines what's going on inside. And um, I want to share a, a quick story about how I got corrected by the Lord one time and the scripture come to mind at the time and and it was, I was pastoring a church in another community and I was talking to a couple of our young guys and we were, we started to, we were talking away and, uh, and, and we started talking about another church and it wasn't a church that we'd ever been to. We had read something about it online and, um, we were kind of mocking it and kind of stuff like that. And, you know, just going on hearsay basically. And, we were we weren't speaking what was pleasing to God, and all of a sudden the Lord spoke to me, and He said to me, uh, "It was a word of correction." He says, "Terry, uh, what are you trying to accomplish right now?" 
And when he spoke that to me, I, you know, how do you answer God when you say something like that? And because really, what we were doing was not was not helping anybody, or wasn't going to build anybody, or anything like that. And he spoke to me pretty clearly. I didn't even answer the question because I knew he knew the answer was I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but he spoke me. To, he, he spoke another question to me. He says, "So he says, Terry, what do you want to be? Do you want to be part of the problem?" Or part of the solution, and right away I said, "Well, I'm, I want to be part of the solution." He says, "Well, right now, you are part of the problem, and you're not doing anything to build the church. You're just you have a spirit of criticism on you, and it's not doing anything to benefit anybody." And immediately, I just told my my friends there, uh, this young guys that I was working with, I said, "Hey guys, we we really need to we need to repent. We need to change." Our conversations, so the Lord, you know, it was like it, it. It really hit my heart when He speaks something to you like that. He's not doing that to demean you or anything. He wants to help you. So I was, I, I really, I found out, man, I have to um, repent. And here's one thing I learned in that moment too: what comes out of your mouth determines what's going on inside you. And and so, and and not only that, it was like, oh, I need to stop this. I'm 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 a born again, spirit filled believer, and and what am I really trying to accomplish here? And so things started to change, and then God brought me some more scriptures, and and uh, one scripture is Matthew chapter twelve, verse thirty five to thirty seven. It says, "A good man, out of good treasure of his heart, brings forth good things, and an evil man." Out of evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you, for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it on the day, in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. And I thought, oh my goodness, what am I saying here? And so I really had to take time to repent and once that happened, things began to change in my life. And another scripture that come quickly was Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29 to 30. It says, Let no corrupt communication or corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. So I'm thinking, wow, man, I'm born again. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Lord wants me to come a, become a kingdom person. So once I got control of my tongue, man, really, we got to be careful of what we say. And once we got, I got control of my tongue, well, most of the time, anyways, sometimes the bridle comes off and it just blurbs out a bunch of stuff. Um, but once I got control of that and repentance came into play, once repentance kicks in and the Lord, the joy of the Lord returns to you. And, and now here I am, I'm repenting, I'm turning back to God, I'm turning to his ways. I'm speaking only what he's trying to speak, only what he speaks. And... And I really, and I really, the joy of the Lord comes back in, and now, now I'm not so miserable. 
And so it really changed my whole focus on everything, on ministry, how I treat my family, how I treat my wife, how I, how I treat my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, whether whatever denomination they come from or whatever. I try not to ever get into that. I, I know I know there's lots of things that need correcting in my life. I know there's things that need to be corrected in many ministries. We all need to be corrected at times. But once I started to get into the Word of God and, and change and, and repent and focus on what He wanted me to do, He wants me to become a person to build people, not tear people down. He didn't want me to be looking at everybody's flaws, but to look at what is right and build on that. And so it was a, it was a beautiful thing. And the, the Word says in First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 to 22, it says, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the Spirit. Do not despise the prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. And so I found out that acting like a mere man, which seems to be the easy thing to do, is really exhausting. Transforming into a man of God is where life is found. That's where the joy is, and that's where we can really connect with the Prince of Peace. And with Jesus working in your life, you will no longer be just a mere man. You become a kingdom man, a man of peace within the kingdom of God. And so I'm thankful that He corrects those He loves. And if you've been in the correct, if God has you in the correction mode right now, if you've been one of those guys that's been looking at the body of Christ, and I know it's one thing to look at the world and see the flaws in that, but when you look at the body of Christ, what do you see? Do you see everything that's wrong with it? Or do you want to help and become a person that helps to find out what's right within the body of Christ and then magnify that? So I'm going to close with, um, if you've been behaving like mere men, there's a couple of things, well, six things I'm going to point out to you, and, and this won't take long because it's simple. The first thing we need to do is repent. Turn away from what we've been doing and turn to God. Complete repentance involves turning to God, learning how to speak the way the word the Lord wants us to, the way God wants us to speak. He wants, and, and once we repent, then it's time to rejoice. We're excited about I'm excited about being in the kingdom of God. We live in dark times, crazy times. Things are out of, uh, seems like out of hand. But I, I rejoice always knowing that I belong to Jesus and I'm a part of the kingdom of God. And when we begin to rejoice, and even before that, we need to get into the word of God, get into the word of God and learn how to speak, learn how to be a kingdom man, um, learn how to pray, number four. And, and then five, give thanks unto the Lord. All these things can be done, and, and it's, it's quite simple, actually. Being a kingdom person, a kingdom man, is, is really quite simple, as long as you stick to the, to the Word of God. And then finally, number six is, get with the people of God, and challenge one another, and encourage one another, not to be like mere men. Challenge each other on the way you speak. Challenge, you know, and I'm not saying critical. I'm just saying, guys, if you get a little off track, just kind of challenge one another. Say, hey, this conversation is kind of going nowhere. We need to get back into the kingdom reality. So 
So I want to thank you for this few minutes we had together. And uh, I want to pray a blessing over you and a quick blessing. And, and so, Father, I thank you for the men of God in this church, the men of God in this province, the men of God in this nation, and the men of God all over the world. And, Father, I pray that you would bless our, our, our time when we're together, our time when we're alone with you, and our time when we're on the streets or wherever we might be. And I pray a blessing over everybody watching this, that you'd be blessed spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, and that your, your, your conversations would always be that of building people up and bringing expansion to the kingdom of God. God bless you all. Love you, and uh, hope to see you someday soon. Thank you.